0: The Morning Mix with Shannon Steele. How often do you check your mail? I check my mail, I don't know, maybe once every week or so. We were talking about that here at the office yesterday, and a couple people are like, Shannon, every once a week or so? That's ridiculous. You should check your mail more. But, I I mean, my many of my bills are auto-drafted. If they're not, I get, you know, email notices. So I don't have to check my mail for bills. I'll tell you this, uh, I'm sure the person who puts the mail in the slot at my uh, little post box can't stand me. Because what ends up happening is it's all this junk mail that I would never need, never want, never use. It's complete junk. But if you're the personal service, you still have to deliver it. So basically I check my mailbox every one or two weeks so that I can get the trash out of it, dispose of it, and then let the process begin again. It's completely useless. How often do you check your mail? I check mine once every week or two, kind of when it comes to mine. Uh, Nate and my buddy Nate, who works over at our sister station, Your Country, US 96, he was telling me that he checks his mail once every three weeks at most. And he, and he said his mail person just hates him. <laughs> that actually makes me feel better. He's a worse mail check and procrastinator than than I am. So let's check in with Jessica. Jessica, how often do you check your mail? I used to be terrible at checking my mail box. I think I would only check it when I was expecting something, right. and when I would go to it, it would be stuffed full. It would I had one of those mailboxes that you could open it in the front, or you could open it in the back to get your mail, mm-hmm. and a lot of times, I finally only check it after it was bursting out the back door, but luckily for me, I married a man who checks the mail every day, so I no longer have that problem, and my postman no longer hates me. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. When you're stressed, it's always hard to think straight, which is why a police department just went an extra 3,400 miles to help someone. Hey, good morning. I'm Shannon Steele with your Feel Good Story of the Day on Mix 98.7. This Canadian woman who lives in an area that's just outside of Toronto, it's called Durham. I mean, she was terrified because someone was breaking into her house. She grabs her phone and somehow managed to call police. But she called police in Durham, England, 3,400 miles away from her. She tried to remain calm. But once that intruder saw her, she couldn't say anything else on the phone because they were shouting at her. It was just it was so crazy. So the police in Durham, England, of course, they helped her. They called the police in Durham, Canada, Canada. To rally the help that she needed, they stayed on the phone until they knew that she was okay. So glad she's safe and, and that she's doing okay. And I mean, that's a, a great reminder. You know, pol- no matter where the police are, what country they're in, they're there to protect and serve. And, and they're going to do that to try to look out for you. This is one of the most unconventional love stories I have ever heard. A pregnant woman meets a boyfriend on Tinder. On their fourth date, she goes into labor and he's now decided to help her raise the baby. Okay, 25-year-old Max lives in Australia, and he matched on Tinder with 20-year-old Alyssa, who was open from the start that she was six and a half months pregnant. He wanted to meet her. They ended up going on three dates over the course of the next couple of months. And on the day that was supposed to be their fourth date, Alyssa goes into labor. Max rushes her to the hospital. She ended up being in labor for close to a week, and Max never left her side. And this happened, all happened back in September, and they are still together. And they they say they're in love, and they want to raise the baby together, and they're just so excited about the future. Very unconventional love story for sure. Anybody else just want to scream when they hear the words supply chain issues? You know, when you walk into the grocery store, it looks like the grocery store needs to go to the grocery store and get restocked so we could find the things that we need again. Need or want. A friend of mine was telling me yesterday that, uh, that a couple of things that's been impossible to, for her to find are some very specific uh, chicken nuggets that her son likes. And you know how particular kids are. It's hard to explain like, hey, uh, hey, buddy, there's supply chain issues. I'm sorry we can't get your nuggies. Like, no kid cares. They just want their chicken. And she said she's also had some trouble finding some, uh, some food for her pets. So it's just r- random things. You know, what have you been pretty much... On a wild goose chase, just trying to, to find, track down when you go to the grocery store, even trying to go online to find it now because you can't find it around town. Let's talk about it. nine nine five zero nine eight seven. Some of us on an absolute wild goose chase right now, trying to track down the like foods or, or things that you want at the grocery store. Rochelle, what's been hard for you? What, are you? what are you looking for that you can't find at the grocery store? Fancy piece cat food. We can't find it anywhere. A friend of mine who lives in North Carolina was saying the same thing yesterday. It's been hard. Yeah, especially that specific brand. And, you know, cats are picky, so I'm having to order it online because it's never anywhere. Oh, that's so frustrating. But, okay, you said you ordered it online. Where are you getting it online for for other cat lovers? I will go straight to the Fancy Feast website, and you can buy variety boxes, and they're cheaper than in the store. You probably know a couple that, that fights all the time, and you always wonder, like, why do they stay together? you may want to introduce them to something called shout deductions. It's how one couple is being inducted into the Bless Your Heart Hall of Fame this morning. Shannon Steele on Mix 98.7. Let me introduce you to Isaac and his fiancee, Carolina. Isaac revealed last year that he set aside $360 to buy his love a Valentine's Day gift this year. And he decided to turn it into an experiment with something he called shout deductions. Every time Carolina shouted at him, he deducted a dollar from the total. By the time he got to Valentine's Day this year, he had $40 left. So Carolina had shouted at him 320 times. And he had this little envelope that he put the money in. And, uh, and he had little ticks across the entire envelope that covered it up where he had kept count of all the shouting. Her little shout deductions. Now I'll give Carolina the benefit of the doubt because she may have been shouting about having to earn a gift instead of him just being willing to do something nice without some conditions attached. All I know is I'm calling a red flag on the shout deductions and the yelling, okay? Bless them. Isaac and Carolina, they're both going into the Bless Your Heart Hall of Fame. If you feel like owning a home isn't an option for you, I, some single parents have done something very unique. They have started co-housing they buy homes together. This is kind of thinking out outside of the box when it comes to home ownership. A single mom went in with another single mom to buy an apartment building that they share with their kids. So essentially, they're, they're homeowners, but they have a legal agreement between them for the tenancy inside the apartment building. It's it's very complicated, but it was an affordable way to make it work for these single parents to have a home and a permanent place to live rather than having to move around and, and rent, and which, you know, have the cost has just been skyrocketing. Would you be up for doing something like this? Or do you think, like, Shannon, this is the worst idea I've ever heard, trying to share a space with other single parents and their kids? Would love to know what you think about it. 9950987 was telling you about these single moms who had kids and wanted a permanent place to live. So they they bought an apartment building. They couldn't afford to each buy a home on their own. They are now raising their, their kids in this permanent home, a space that they invested in together. Laura texted in 9950987. She said this is actually a really awesome idea so kids could have other kids to play with. And other single moms could have the extra support helping each other, which is a great point. And, uh, and Kimberly texted, she said, purchase a billboard and advertise this option. Women need to hear this message that a different way is possible and perhaps better than standard arrangements. Hey, look, I, I'm a doer. When I want something, I'm going to go after it. So I say for these moms, you know, having a dream and wanting to pursue it, they, they figured out a path. I say good for them.